Thank you for joining me today. You are listening to The Aaliyah Destor Show. Here, I'll share with you tips, inspiring stories, and life hacks on becoming the best version of yourself. Today, we're going to be talking with Cliff Brooks from our success story series. So Cliff Brooks, he owns a transformation specialist, which is a online fitness, rather the name of his business is transformation specialist, which is a full service online fitness company that offers health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset coaching. So he founded it in 2017, but he's had over 20 years of experience in this world and has worked with thousands of clients to help them lose hundreds of thousands of pounds in his career. Now that's a lot of weight. So he specializes in working with busy professional women and and men in the age range of 30 to 55. Um, However, these are people that are either, they might be single looking to get back into the dating world. They might still be married, looking to rekindle the passion in their marriage. They may have gone to the doctor for a checkup because they weren't feeling great and something was off only to leave with a prescription for high blood pressure, high cholesterol or diabetes, or some sort of condition they weren't aware of. Okay, so Cliff Brooks was actually the first person who helped me get my booty back into shape. When I needed to lose like 20 something pounds, he helped me with a nutrition plan, a workout plan, mindset coaching, and a weekly phone call to make sure that I wasn't gonna slip up. So Cliff, I know is not just successful from hearsay, but I know because he's personally helped me. So ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to present to you, Mr. Cliff Brooks. Um, Tell me a little bit about where was your business before the pandemic? (laughs) I was going to do this (laughs) before the pandemic hit. Before the pandemic hit? Yeah. Um, I've been in business for a little over two years, two and a half years now, and business had been good. Um, I would say that I guess it's kind of hard to describe without using a dollar amount. So mm-hmm. I would say probably 10, 15 new cl- 10, 15 new clients a month is probably what I've been averaging. Mm-hmm. And because I had already switched from being an in-person trainer, because I'd been doing that for over 20 years now, and I got out of the in-person training, I would say that my I was already set up to be online. So when the pandemic hit, when everybody else was taking a big hit, I didn't really have that issue because lots of my friends who were still doing the one-on-one personal training at the gym, they had no idea what they were gonna do for income. They didn't know how they were gonna uh, work with their clients because they didn't have anything set up virtually. So for me, I didn't take a hit and I was still able to, to keep bringing in the same amount of clients that I had been working with. So I didn't really see a downturn in business at all. How about like the fact that a lot of people's income, like your clients, their income obviously dropped. Did you get a lot of like people saying, well, I got to pause right now or got to hold off? See, I, whenever I work with people, I do understand where they're coming from. So whenever we get together, when we sign a contract to work together, uh, what they can expect from me and what I expect from them as well. So what I do is, um, we put together an addendum to the contract that allowed them to have 30 to 60 days as a grace period, still worked with them, 
but just tack that on the payments on at the end after their concession at the time. So Did they were still able. Did you know the pandemic was coming? That you already had all this stuff? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know the pandemic was coming, but after being in a gym for as many years as I did and just being only able to help as many people as there are hours in the day. Yeah. And then if somebody doesn't show up, then you've got a wasted time in your day yeah. or you don't make any money and there's, you don't know what you're going to do and you're stuck at the gym. So instead of having that issue, I was able to, I saw that where I was then and where I wanted to be and where I wanted to be in, was either owning my own gym, which I don't want to be trapped inside four walls like a prison every day. Mm -hmm. So I decided I wanted to go online. So about two and a half years ago, I first started going online and business was good because all my friends knew me from personal training. I did network marketing for a little while, which was a health and fitness company. Mm -hmm. And then I had a meal prep company on top of that. So all of that combined, when I decided I was going to put it all together into the actual online coaching, it took off for me. So I was yeah. fortunate to have the perfect storm of the right background. That's awesome. So like if you were talking to somebody else who's a business owner and they're still in the phase of not feeling like they've made their comeback or their pivot yet, what, is, what are some different tips or mindset hacks that you can pass along to them? Well, it really depends on what industry you're in. I mean, I can speak for my industry, but as far as like the mindset, you know, you're, think of it this way. In every, every business, whenever something happens, the new fortunes are made when people are able to see the benefit of what they're doing and the opportunity in the situation. So if you're sitting there, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait till things go back to the way they used to be, I'm going to wait. Well, you're going to be waiting for a long time because there's a lot of things that are going on now. All of those meetings that could have been an email are now always going to be emails. <laughs> That's just yeah. something I saw online the other day. It doesn't really affect me, but it's just for people outside of that industry. Yeah. But you just have to understand that things are not always going to be inside your comfort zone. You're going to have to make changes and do different things. There is going to be a learning curve. And you may not feel as if those things are working. You may feel as if though you're spinning your wheels. But if you're just at the beginning, it takes time to launch something. I know this is going to sound corny, but whenever an airplane launches, they have to have to put in 95% of their effort to get off the ground, and then they can throttle it back when they're once they're in the air. So the same thing is going to happen for your business. You may feel like you're doing so much and not seeing any return from it, but that's just because you're starting off from scratch. You've got to put all your systems in place. You have to understand how you're going to do the things that you're going to do, and there's going to be a lot of research that's required as well. The thing that you need to understand is don't get to the point where I have to figure this out, I have to do this, 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 ready, set, ready, set, ready, set, and you never go because that's how you fail. Yeah, that's actually good, and I like that um, metaphor with the, the airplane because it's true, <laughs> it right? Is. And mm -hmm. you feel like, wow, I'm putting in all this effort, I'm doing all these things, all my time is being taken up, and then I don't actually see any results. Exactly. Kind of like with help. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time. It takes time to see the results, and then and you're like, crap, this yep. is working. This actually is good. That's a good analogy, too. Like, <clears throat> you may have want to lose weight. Let's say that you had a whole bunch of fun going out drinking, partying, celebrating, doing everything that you were doing, and now here comes the time for discipline to take off the weight that you put on. Yeah, it was fun putting it on, but it's not nearly as much fun taking it off. Yeah, 
but you didn't put the weight on overnight, so it's not going to come off overnight. Same thing with your business. Just because you're getting started in a new business, maybe, just maybe you hit lightning in a bottle and all of a sudden your business explodes like I did. But I had 20 years of personal training, three years of a meal prep company, seven years in a network marketing company that all allowed me to have my business be able to take off when I launched it. So it's not just starting the new business, it's also what you know in the past that's led you to that point to allow your business to grow. Yeah, that's a good point. So when it comes to somebody who's like in a phase of business right now that like, just to kind of dive into a little bit deeper what I asked mm -hmm. before, are there any actual tactical strategies or tips or hmm. advice you can give somebody who, you know, <laughs> they've been churning for the last 10 years, this mm -hmm. pandemic hit, and it probably has almost taken them out if they weren't prepared for it. Yeah, very true. Um, the best thing that I can tell you is if you are going to make a, like you said, a pivot and go in a different direction, like you said, someone's been doing this for 10 years. If you've been on a, like a drag strip straight 10 years and all you're doing is all gas, no brakes, just driving around because your company is rolling, and now all of a sudden you have to make a turn, well, you don't know how to do that. The best thing that I can tell you is to find a mentor, find a coach who has already done what you're looking to do. People do it all the time, but yet, I. What's the best way to phrase this? The best way to phrase this is, um, hmm, best way to phrase it for me in a health and fitness aspect is for anyone whose business is failing, you hire a consultant, which is a coach. So for me, health and fitness, I see people every day, oh, I'm gonna try it on my own. I'm gonna try it on my own. I'm gonna try it on my own. Okay, cool. I don't wanna sound rude at all, but look in the mirror. Your reflection looking back at you is your lifetime knowledge of health and fitness staring right back at you. If you are not happy where you're at right now, you need to talk to someone who can help you get past this point that you've been stuck at for I don't know how, many, how long. But yet most people don't do that because they think that if they ask someone about their health, then they failed. But yet if they ask someone about their business, it's just part of life and what you're supposed to do. So for anyone who's making that pivot and going a different direction, you're gonna save yourself so much time, so much headache. You're gonna take your time frame and condense it down if you follow a simple proven strategy that somebody else has already put in place. I've had coaches. I learn from others because I see where somebody else is and I know where I wanna go. And the knowledge that I have right now has gotten me to where I currently am. And what I know right now is not going to get me to where I want to go. So in order to bridge that gap, I need to find someone who can help me to get there. So that's what I've been doing. I hire coaches. I hire mentors to teach me the things that I don't know. So that's why I've been successful. That's awesome. That's such a good tip, too, because mm -hmm. just I do the same thing in all different parts of my life when mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm not where I want to be, <laughs> rather than trying to do the same things that I, what is that, insanity or? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different, different results. <laughs> insanity. And it really is, and it, it feels is. stressful too, because you start to feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with me? So-and-so can do this, why can't I do it? Um, and they do, and the crazy part is, I've tried everything. No, you haven't. Yeah. You've done the same three to five things that only you know how to do that didn't work, 
and you keep trying it over and over again, expecting it to change. It's not going to work. If it didn't work the first couple of times, it's not going to work now. Yeah. So like you said, you need to hire a mentor. You need to hire someone that can lead you to where you want to be. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so you do lots of videos. Tell me a little bit about that, why you're doing videos, <laughs> and how you've seen it affect your business, and what platforms you're using them on. I use the videos on Facebook. I use it on Instagram. I haven't moved to uh, LinkedIn yet, and that's something that I'm going to be doing. I need to, I'm looking to do a new branding package for my business, so once I have all of that done, I'm going to then move into other platforms like YouTube and then also LinkedIn. The reason why I started doing videos is one of my mentors told me that he was doing a video day for 365 days. Well, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. He's like, it's not a lot of fun. I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I should have listened to him. <laughs> a video a day is a lot of work. You have to have the content that people want to watch. But the thing about it is the reason why people hire me over a lot of other people coaches that they talk to is because I've put so much content out there that everybody already knows that I know what I'm talking about. And then they see the results that I get for clients. So they know that they can come to me. And if I'm giving away all this free information, then what must it be like to work with them? So then they see the results that my clients get 30, 40, 50 pounds down in four months. Then they're like, wow, you really know what you're doing. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I study. Um, and I truly believe that you have to keep studying every single day. Once you believe that you know everything, then it's time to retire because yeah. you're going to start failing because you're not up to date on everything. But the videos are fun, some days more so than others. You like to poke the bear a lot, too. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no idea. Just go follow him on Facebook. <laughs> I like that, though, because you already know like it's actually really important to create the conversations that get people to think, even if it's mm -hmm. not a pleasant feeling, because losing weight starting your business, continuing through a pandemic in your business, none of that stuff is comfortable. Oh. So to pretend like it should be easy, fun, and like all highlight reels, it's not. <laughs> See, that's the thing though. With most people, social media is all highlight reels. It's, yeah. it's not believable. No one believes that it's sunshine and rainbows every single day of your life. Nobody believes that. So you give off a false persona. So people don't trust you based on the fact that there's no way that your life is as good as you try to be. So it's like, what, is, what are they hiding? Exactly. You know? <laughs> so I talk about my highs. I talk about my lows. Yeah. I'm the first one to tell you I've got videos up to talk about how I've, I've been sober for six years. So when I talk about the things that I've been through, my family struggles, my mom has uh, mental health issues. When I talk about things like that, people know that I'm a real person and not just like putting on an act just to get people to, to hire me to work with me because I have struggles every single day. And while some people think I overshare, <laughs> if I can help one person prevent from going through the pitfalls that I went through, mm -hmm. then oversharing is worth it. To me, honestly, that's what I believe. I just did. That's amazing that you're so like confident in your who you are mm -hmm. and your message and your purpose of why you're on social media and in your business. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, the second somebody says something, such as you know, why are you putting yourself out there so much? Stop oversharing. Blah blah blah. It like brings them down mm -hmm. and they're like, well, it's true. Am I oversharing? Am I putting myself out there too much? Who am I? And then they just stop because 
I, I believe it's they weren't truly connected to their why no. and their mission. Because otherwise you would have just been like, F it. You know, mm-hmm. thank you for that perspective. I appreciate that. But my why is more important than your insecurities. Exactly. See, I got into health and fitness because my dad died of a stroke. You know, you try to help as many people. You, you try to help the people that are closest to you. And when it's your, when it's your parents, they always look at you as, well, you're my kid. I'm going to, I know what's best. So when I talk about health and fitness, why I'm so passionate about it, why I'm so gung-ho on trying to help as many people as I can, it's because I know what it's like to lose someone who you love. Mm-hmm. And if I can save someone else from going through that, I will. Mm-hmm. So it's you just... You didn't prep me for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but yeah, yeah. this is the reason why people believe me, because... I'm not going to sit here all stoic and pretend like it doesn't bother me. It destroyed my family when my dad passed away. So when I hear this whole dad bod, mom bod thing, he was 20, 25, maybe 30 pounds overweight. Mm -hmm. The guy used to be a football player, ran track in college. He was a Special Forces Army Ranger. He sat at a desk for 30 years. And he ate pizza, Popeyes, drank Pepsi, and ate Little Debbie snack cakes. His diet killed him. So when people tell me, oh, the dad bot's not a big deal, I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're speaking because you don't truly know what it's like to wake up every day and want to pick up the phone and call somebody who's just never going to be there to answer. So that's why I do what I do. Because I know how bad it hurts. And I know how bad it, it destroys families when you lose someone who who doesn't have to be who didn't have to die so as much as i love and miss my father i'm always going to piece of me is always going to resent him for not listening for not getting in shape for always saying i'm going to start eating better tomorrow i'm going to start working out on monday tomorrow never happened monday never came he had a stroke i watched him in the icu scribble on a piece of paper do not resuscitate me no one should ever go through that how old was i 24 i was 24 when it happened and so you think that that's what's feeling you now as you're talking to i know if it's it's the whole platform yeah that i've built my business on mm-hmm. and when i talk to people they can tell that that's why i'm doing it not because I'm just trying to make money, but that's the reason. You, if you're not connected to what you're doing, like you said, you'll give up on it. Yeah. So that's one thing that I never want. That's never going to happen here because I know the pain that it causes. Mm-hmm. I started to teach other personal trainers how to go online. Mm-hmm. But when you've got personal trainers that want to be like, oh, I'm going to wait it out. and I'm, I want to do this, but I want to also wait and see what's going to happen. So maybe I can go back to the gym. Maybe I can. Look, that's your lifestyle. That's your career. If you want to risk it, by all means, wait it out. Mm-hmm. But things are going to change. Yeah. A lot of the big box gyms have run into issues. A lot of the smaller studios have run into issues because of this. What happens in the future if some other disease were to happen? What happens? You never know. 
you have to look out for yourself yeah. and you have to make sure that you're set up in a situation that you can still profit and be successful even though adversity hits. Yeah, no, that's good. Do you have any last thoughts or any last advice you want to leave with our listeners, watchers, viewers? Um, what type of advice? Like as far that's as... That's an open-ended. Oh. You can take it where you want it. As far as business goes, no, you have to understand why you're doing something. If you're doing it just for the money, nine times out of ten, you're probably going to fail. There's always that one person that's driven by strictly money, and that person's going to succeed. They may burn some bridges in order to do it, but they're going to succeed. If you want to be known as that type of person, then that's on you. But if you want to make sure that you're... People know you, like you, and trust you. You have to make sure that you go out and you can prove to them that you're doing things for all the right reasons. So my whole goal is to make sure that no family ever gets torn apart like mine did. That's the, reason, that's the basis behind my health and fitness business because I don't want to see that happen to anybody else because it can be, because it can absolutely tear apart your family. There's going to be resentment as your kids grow up they're going to be like, mom should be here to walk me down, be here for my wedding day. Dad should be here to, to play catch with my son. But they're not because they were too selfish to make the changes that they knew they had to make. Kids didn't ask to be born. Parents were the ones who wanted to have a child, but then were too hard-headed to make the changes to be around for their kid. You fired me up today. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's just what I truly believe. And as far as the whole business aspect goes, if you treat other people the way that you want to be treated, if you're a good person, some people, yes, they might take advantage of you, but most people won't. Most people will want to work with someone who has a higher level of business that they want to work at. If someone who has, who appreciates the other people that come into, into their atmosphere, their universe, I guess, if you will. But you just have to make sure that you're a good person. You treat people with respect and you show them that you care as far as business goes. Yeah. Yes, sometimes business is going to get hard. You're going to have to make tough choices. You're going to have to do some things that you weren't wanting to do, like you said, pivot. But you have to provide for yourself and you have to provide for your family. Granted, I, def I wasn't the one that wanted to, as you heard, everything is all about helping families stay together. Well, if I can help other personal trainers to help more families stay together, that's a pivot I'm willing to make because I know what it's like for other people to not have family members around. And I've helped some, some trainers who've been very successful. So, Thank you for coming today. I appreciate your time and your, <laughs> your knowledge bombs that you dropped on us today. Well, thank you. I wasn't expecting to cry on your camera. <laughs> you got it on both cameras now. Oh, great. <laughs> no, Wonderful. In surround. That's right. <laughs> thank you for joining us for this conversation, and I hope it inspired you. If you'd like to learn how to hyper-attract your powerful tribe to successfully launch a business, movement, or idea, please go to aliyadastor.com and sign up for the free three-day challenge and learn how you can get started today for free. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you next time.